Hey, how's it going? I was asked an important question this this last week by someone that I had bumped into just in casual. And, you know, when people find out that you're a therapist or they come across your website, they ask questions and, and that's perfectly cool. Uh, I'm always free to answer or not answer questions. And the person asked me, should I change my therapist? And I said, I'll make you a video. Now, the purpose of the video is to help you think through what's going on, because when you ask, should I change therapist? That is a complicated, deep question, whether you believe it or not. Because some people will say, well, you know, I'm going to the therapist and I'm not getting what I want out of therapy. Should I change therapist? And of course, sometimes I tease and go. I'm sure the therapist is sitting there wondering, should they change clients? <laughs> Don't take that personal, please. Because sometimes changing clients does not mean changing the client for another client. It means changing how the client is reacting to things in the world. And it's a very deep play on words if you think about it. Changing clients and changing clients can be two different things. In this case, I put it that way because if you're thinking about changing therapist, ask yourself several questions. Now, first and foremost is safety and, and, and respect and stuff like that. If you don't feel safe for whatever reason, that's worth talking to somebody about. The thing is, is other than that, you have to really dig before you say, should I change therapist? My question to people, and, and it evolves around, sometimes I get clients who tell me they've had several other therapists in the past and they didn't get nothing out of therapy. Sometimes I get people who've had a therapist for, you know, eight, nine years and they say nothing has changed. And that I find radically hard to believe because over 10 years something should have changed if nothing else your therapist should have grown older i don't know many times my question is is regardless of what the lip surface is services on either side you know yes i want to change do you really want to change i mean is there a reason for you not to change and i've talked about this in other videos the idea that if there are blocking beliefs about change and you have a stronger internal belief that you shouldn't change, change just can't occur. If you have a problem and the problem is, let's, let's just say the problem is anxiety, but at some level you believe, whether it's true or not, that because of your disability, You've, you've turned it into your identity and you're afraid that you will lose somebody. My husband, my wife, my kids, my parents will leave me or abandon me. If I don't have problems, that can be a problem because that's a blocking belief. Or if you believe something else about your disability, it is who I am. I can't change that. Then you won't change. 
then you have to ask yourself, am I taking the advice of my therapist? Now, even the, the most freshest, newest therapist right out of school has some good ideas and they're enthusiastic. And they're going to throw some of those ideas at you. And if you hear you're saying, yourself saying, oh, I've done that before and it don't work. Of course, when you tell me that, I go, interesting. When did you do it? What do you mean? When when did you do it? You you said you've this this thing, you know, this exercise, this diet, this this, you know, meditation, you know, sunlight, uh, whatever it is I'm offering you. You say you've done it before. I go, when? And oh, well, you know, 20 years ago. OK, time to do it again. Sometimes it's a matter of did you do it? Did you do it right? Which is the next question. Did you actually do what you're supposed to do? And did you persistently do it? In other words, if your therapist says that you need to journal or they, they talk with you and hopefully they say, you know, journaling has helped and they give you the whole line, which is very true. The journaling does allow you to express yourself, to get things out of your head, to get things onto a piece of paper. And there are other ways to journal than just writing. You can paint, you can draw. Personally, I do not recommend speech to text because that's just talking. There's something about using the body to create something that allows things to transition and to work better. That being said, you know, when you talked about, did you put the real effort into the journaling? Did you sit down every day or every other day and write about how you felt or what was going on or what was happening? And did you then take that and reflect on it? And did you bring it to your therapy session and talk about it? Did you work through it? Did you look for the defining moments in it? And did you see and compare how you changed over time? I almost always get no. In fact, usually I get, well, no, no, I tried that. I hate that word try. Well, how long did you try? Oh, long time. How long? Oh, at least, at least two or three times. If it took you 5, 10, 15, 20, 30, 40 years to get to where you're at, 15 minutes, three times, yeah, it's not going to have the effect you want. It takes an honest effort. A lot of people don't want to hear that. It takes an honest effort on your part as the client to make the change. And some people will tell me, well, that's not fair to say that. I really am trying. And I'm like, I believe that. But in the words of DPT, no matter how hard you've tried, you will have to try harder. No, how, no matter how long you've done it, you'll have to do more. It's that idea of two opposing thoughts that can both have truth in them. And the thing is, is maybe the writing alone isn't going to work. The writing mixed with medication might do better. The writing mixed with exercise, yoga, meditation will start to work. A lot of the things that people get told in therapy don't work because they really don't get put to the maximum use and tested. And what will often happen is most clients are very good at wearing down their therapist. In other words, the therapist 
all enthusiastic. Let's go. Let's do this thing. And the person comes in and goes, well, that didn't work. It's like, yes, but you only did it for a week. Or they'll go, did you do it? Oh, didn't do it. I mean, that's the good thing about CBT therapy when applied right. Oh, you didn't do your homework? Then that's what we're going to do now. No, but I want to talk this newest thing in my life and I want to get. No, we're going to do the homework. If you'd have done the homework, then, then we would move on to what you want to talk about. But since you didn't do the homework, we have to do the homework. Holding you accountable. And then as you do those things, the changes will either be noticed or not. It's not a lot different from medication. They give you medication for depression. Check with you in about two to three weeks. If it's not working, got to ratchet it up, change it, do something different. Keep working it until they're sure that med don't work. Then they move on to something else. A lot of these therapy skills are the same way. Working them and using them daily. And if they work, then make the change. So when you can sit there and tell me, yes, I've done the things that my therapist, you know, suggested and I worked them and they didn't work and, you know, or my therapist isn't suggesting I do anything. Okay. And there's where my real question is. I'm like, so you go to a person who is a professional who's there to listen, to help, advise and ask questions. And you go in and do what I have termed dump truck therapy. You go in, you complain, you let everything out that happened for the week, and you walk out the door with no homework assignments, no things to change, nothing to take out. In other words, that's one hour out of your week or maybe even two weeks. You've had seven days, 24 hours in each day, Take away one of those for therapy and the rest of them were spent doing something besides therapy. If you want therapy to work, you got to bring it out of the therapy room and take it into your life, into your home. Use it. Make it a part of your every day. And then change does start to occur. That being said, sometimes the therapeutic relation can gain a lot to help you feel heard, understood, give you a spirit of I can do it and you will start to make changes in your outside world. And it's great when that happens. There is another part to it though, which is actually taking the things that you get from therapy and applying them into your world, reflecting on that and going, Hey, you know, tech said something about that. Oh, that's right. I'm jumping in and meddling in something that ain't even my business. And then I get mad because they don't accept my help. Maybe, maybe I should just sit here and be quiet and watch what's happening. Good idea. So if you've done everything your therapist has suggested, you're not getting it. You don't get along. You don't seem to be getting anywhere. Then yeah, maybe it is time to get a new therapist. Now, the blatant things that are happening that, that might be a problem is if you're trying, if you go to a therapist with the intention, say, I want to work on my depression. And a therapist catches on the idea that you smoke cigarettes or something else, pick a bad habit. And they won't let that habit go and they place every, everything, place everything on that habit. I can see you being frustrated. Again, though, it's your job to speak up and go, excuse me. I'm paying to work on my depression. Please explain to me 
why we are stuck on my smoking. Now, you might get a good explanation. Well, you know, you're smoking. It's causing you these health problems. You tell me every day that you're coughing. You can't breathe with no energy. You feel miserable. And no matter what else you do, you know, you do these other things. You, you know, you go for the, if you try to walk, you can't walk because, you know, you, you, your smoking has got you, you know, breathing so bad that you can't do that. You know, you can't get out and, you know, socialize with other people because everything's non-smoking events now. So, okay, now you're starting to understand why smoking is so important. And maybe it's important for your therapist to explain to you what it is they're trying to accomplish. And then go, well, look, you know, I didn't pay to work on that. I paid to work on this. Can you tell me why we're not working on it? If it ain't, oh, maybe I do need to change therapist. Highly possible. Or if the ideologies don't work, if you are of a certain population and your therapist does not want to work with that population, don't try to force your therapist to do it. Because some therapists will not say flat out that they disagree with some of your life choices and it creates a friction that you can't get around. I do believe it should be addressed, though. And if it's addressed and it can't be resolved, then they're okay. And sometimes it there is a true disjuncture between you and your therapist. The therapist reminds you of somebody that you cannot get around not liking. You could look at this as an opportunity to grow and go, all right, I don't like you. It's not because of anything you've done. So why is it I'm not liking you? And that may be a very good area for you and your therapist to move into and go, well, what is it about me that you don't like? What memory am I am I poking? What trigger am I you know, hitting that's making things go the way they're going? That being said, then you can make those changes and go, you know, if this is happening and I don't like you, how is this affecting the rest of my life and what's going on and how can I make things better? So put all that together. Should you change therapists? Complicated question. But definitely keep going to therapy. And if your therapist isn't getting it for you, please find a new therapist. Find a new group. You should also be doing a lot of things on your own, though. You should be reading. You should be checking stuff online, pulling up books. You should be doing those things that are suggested to help. If you look up online, what can I do to help my anxiety? They give you a plethora of things to look over. You should be working those. And you should be telling your therapist, hey, you know, I read online you know, you mentioned something about exercise and then I read about how yoga helps that and I went and did some yoga sessions and this is how I feel about it. Share with your therapist what you're doing. Okay. So I know that doesn't perfectly say yes or no, but as you can see, a lot of things are not yes and no. And as any good therapist will do to you, I'll look at you and go, well, what do you think? Not a mistake.